We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the RG DFS Tournament Takes Podcast. I am your host, Chris Kirkwood, screen name Kirk D's, here with my two boys, per usual, back for week seven. I'm with uh, the notorious one, Derek Barnesworth, at RG underscore notorious, the man who uh, is just the king of, king of RG content, I would say, personally, but, you know, who knows, but... Uh, Bobby Gomes is also back with us at Bobby Gomes DFS, or million dollar winner, million maker winner, NFL. Hopefully, maybe we'll get another get another one this season. But uh, also, just want to say he hates on the Boston uh, hometown sports teams. But other than that, it's good to have my boys back for the show. Uh, I got smoked last week. Uh, made a stupid last second swap that just crushed me by it. it was really stupid i had the kids screaming it was this whole 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 thing but uh how'd you do uh noto yeah uh week six was fine um the eagles man they cost me a lot in the the betting market had them tied in a lot of teasers and uh that 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 really hurt in the fourth quarter there but uh yeah you know we get a lot of crap on the show for not having enough energy and uh, i wish we were we we would have recorded the pre-show. I mean, these two were going at it. Um, and I just sat back just doing some research in the background. So that was pretty fun. Uh, welcome to me and Bobby. That's what we do. Yeah. What's up, Bobby? Now Wait, just... I just want to... The Strohs won. I just came back from the dead. 4-2 going into the ninth. There you go. Nice hit. And, uh, so we Leaning got some momentum. So I'm going to have some energy now. Uh, we're going to pick some winners. Got a UFC slate at 10 a.m. tomorrow morning. Uh, banger of a slate, too. But anyway, sorry, Bobby. What's up? Yeah, nothing for me. Uh, last week, single entry did well. Multi-entry, I think I might may have gotten scooped for the first time in a very, very long time because I decided to play all of Christian McCaffrey and Zero Monster. Um, yeah, and then McCaffrey went out, and it was not good for uh, my bag. So, yeah. Um, you're martingaling this uh Miami Dolphins running back situation. What do you mean? You keep going back like you you you, you can't give in, at, you know, from the week before, and then oh, yeah, yeah. I, think you, I just faded most, yeah. I don't know. I I thought it was a I thought it was a good play to fade, but I don't know. McCaffrey had an opportunity, he had 14 points in the first drive. We were looking at like basically him at, at under five percent. It seemed like the right play to me in tournaments. I jammed him, 
And then, yeah, wasn't the greatest. Single entry went good, though, because I play more of a cash style. So I had him. I had Mostert. Uh, but, yeah, MME was not great. Nice. So uh, this slate, we're going to – we've got – this is a pretty interesting slate. There's no, like, ridiculous value. Um you know, nothing good. This Rams situation at running back is just seems horrendous, horrific. Like we're going to have, like, could be up to four running backs suited up for this game. Might be Daryl Henderson. Can we really, ch- can we really uh, count on it being Daryl Henderson? I don't know. Um, but we have 10 games. We've got only one basically high total game, and that's the, the Chargers at the Chiefs, who are five and a half point favorites, eight point total. Uh, right below that is Green Bay at Denver, 45-point uh, total. Arizona at Seattle, 44.5-point total. And then uh, it just keeps going down from there. Pitt at the Rams, 44. Detroit at Baltimore, 43. Then just a bunch of defensive slugs. Um, so uh, I think it's going to be really interesting, and this seems like a good good week for uh, tournament players because there's no glaring – chalk anywhere really like there's no like you have to play uh jamar chase you have to play uh moster you have like there's a lot of like a lot of decisions at every price point at uh every position at least that's the way that it seems to me but uh what are you thinking noto uh just a quick overview yeah, pretty ugly slate on the surface. You got six teams on by. Um, a lot of the best teams are in the primetime games. So um, the player pool doesn't look uh, as good as it normally would. But to your point, it doesn't look like there's going to be a lot of chalk. I actually like the slate quite a bit. We're not waiting on a ton of injuries. Um, DK Metcalf is questionable. Craig Reynolds is questionable. Looks like Roshan Johnson's going to be out. So um, other than that, um, it should be a fun slate. There's some stacks I like. And I was hoping that the Rams uh, didn't activate Daryl Henderson because I really wanted to fade Zach Evans. Um, doesn't pass protect at all and didn't even do it in college. So I was uh, hoping to fade that, but I don't think he's going to be very popular now. Yeah, it seems like it gives it, gave, it gives everyone a reason to fade him now, all the people that were going to play him. But, uh, yeah, Bobby, how's this looking to you? Yeah, interesting slate. Just I don't think we have any total. It's above forty-eight and a half. So I feel like that's just I don't know. I I usually like slates with higher totals. Um, looks like a good tournament slate. Like you said, there's no glaring value. Um, yeah, we're into these bye weeks, so uh, you have more uh, less teams and less opportunity to find value. But yeah, I don't know. We'll see. It looks like a good tournament slate, like you said. All right. Well, we're going to have – it's good to have you back after uh, canker sore, canker sore uh, week last week. How are the, how are the canker sores that people want to know? Are, is your mouth feeling okay? It's feeling okay. It'll be easier for me to get through this read or the, yeah, the show. Guys. Last week was, I guess. We're going to have the ad read. We're gonna have, you're going to have some defenses all lined up. I know it. You're going you're gonna to be back. Back off oh, yeah, the canker yeah. sore game. I love that the comments um, were all about giving Bobby advice for his canker. Hydrogen peroxide. Guys, it feels like, like people yeah. actually care about me, you know? I, feels I good. mean, canker, it's tough. Canker sores are tough. Plus, it's uh, usually caused some stress. So, there's, you know, you got to eliminate the stress. But uh, that's what having a little. Christian McCaffrey going out last week didn't uh, bum up the stress or anything. Didn't, I mean, didn't I had. So, I thought, like, my, my, my big brain play was Kittle. And I was like, okay, this has to be good for Kittle, at least with McCaffrey out. You know, like at least they gotta use Kittle. At least they they just literally never use used him. Period. McCaffrey and Debo, and he only looked how you again. Debo time. went out. Yeah. And I was like, and I was like, okay. If then Debo went out, I was like, okay, this has to, you know. Anyways, just waiting for whatever. him to throw it to kill. Yeah. All right. So what we're gonna do is what we always do, we're gonna start. At the running back position, we're going to go to QBs, pair it with our wide receivers, talk about some tight ends, might get a Ticketmaster ad read in there if you're lucky, followed up with the Bobby Gomes defensive segment. Um, I don't really – I got a confession. I don't have my UFC picks ready because I got to do that right after the show. I'm just behind on everything. 
But uh, if you want them, you can hit me up on Twitter tomorrow. DM me or on just at me or something, and uh, hopefully I'll see it and I'll let you know. Um, all right. Uh, what I usually do is look at the blitz most plays, storm and snaps and pace. Uh, they are pretty much in alignment. Uh, blitz most plays, which was surprising to me at first, is Cleveland at Indy, um, then Chargers at KC, and then Pitt at uh, um, at the uh, at the Rams. And then uh, Thorman snaps and pace is the Chargers at KC game. So that looks like the, the key marquee game, and that's the obvious high total game. Then uh, Arizona at Seattle and Cleveland at Indy. So this Cleveland Indy game may be a pack a little more juice than what I was thinking um, originally, but you know, and we also just got news today. It looks like Watson's going to be playing. But uh, anyways, let's start it off at the running back position. Running back has this is this has the best in my opinion. Running backs that's the most stacked position of the week. That's where you know because these guys aren't. We don't have any of that glaring value like that. Zach Evans 4K. I mean he is 4K. We do have him, but uh, we have no idea what we're going to get with him. We don't have like an absolute any any luck uh, chalk, but we do have like plays from five to seven K, which are all you know we can get these guys in our lineup that are all very good plays, and then we do have some high end stuff. Um, but uh, to me, anyway, Pacheco looks good at sixty one hundred in the marquee game uh, as one way to play that game. Um, the thing that sticks out to me there is that he's had 17 catches this season. So he's running, he's, he's being targeted. He's getting targets. Um, he's averaged uh, over 20 touches the, the last three games. And uh, it's a good matchup against the Chargers who um, like to dare teams to run. They're 24th in DVOA versus the run. Uh, I'm getting that off of Noto's first look on Roto Grinders. I always pull that up. I have that uh, tab always there. I always look up for matchups. And uh, the Chargers are also 25th in DVP to the running back position. So Pacheco looks good. He looks cheap. There's big upside, but could be, you know, there's, there is risk there. It could be a game where it's just Mahomes is, you know, passing touchdowns to, to Kelsey and everyone else. Kenneth Walker looks like probably the best overall play to me um, just because he's seven and a half point favorites against Arizona. Um, the snaps are there 76% snaps and carry share last week. Uh, he gets the red, all the red zone touches. He's fourth in red zone touches and he's uh, top three in fantasy points per game for running backs. So I uh, have to like him. Um, Gibbs, Jameer Gibbs. I'm always looking to play him. I, I played him when I shouldn't have already, but, um, 6,300, uh, has the coach speak lined up, uh, in his favor this week. Montgomery is out. We know who, who, uh, got hurt last week after, uh, we had our, is Montgomery electric debate. Uh, so he's not going to be electric at least for a little while going forward, but, uh, he's Gibbs has had a hamstring, but he's got the coach speak that they're going to need to him to take the load of the rushing attempts. That's coming from coach, uh, Dan Campbell. Um, so, I mean, he, he is electric, it's not the greatest matchup against Baltimore, but um, it's uh, certainly just, a, you know, you know, the talent and the upside is there with him. So those look like the three best plays to me. We've got a bunch of other plays, but Noto, I'll let you tell me who you like, what your thoughts are on those three guys, and uh, we'll go from there. Yeah, you hit on my favorite two in Pacheco and Kenneth Walker. Uh, Pacheco over the last three weeks, over 60% snap share, averaging over 20 touches per game. You mentioned the Chargers. Don't mind Darren teams to run. And he's really the easy way to get exposure to the Chiefs. You know, we're still a lot of question marks in their receiving room. And Travis Kelsey's really expensive. So I like Pacheco quite a bit. Kenneth Walker has been a touchdown machine. And the Cardinals have kind of turned into the team we thought they would be before the season started. They're now bottom five against the run and bottom five against the pass. So I think it's a really good spot for Kenneth Walker. I think in most of my lineups, I'm either going to play Walker or Geno Smith stacks just because I have a hard time seeing the Seahawks not put up points in this one. Uh, I'm going to be monitoring the Kareem Hunt news because if he's out, I think Jerome Ford becomes the top easy value play at running back. Um, he was kind of a 50-50 split last week, but um, it's obviously not going to be the case if Hunt is out. Then the two interesting ones to me are the expensive guys. You got Austin Eckler and Saquon Barkley, both projected for less than 10% ownership. 
both in pretty good spots. Uh, Barkley had 29 touches last week in his first game back. Austin Eckler, obviously, capable of getting 10-plus targets any week. So I think those are interesting tournament plays. You mentioned Gibbs. I think he's a free square on FanDuel, 6,200. I mean, he's like one of the the cheapest running backs on the slate, and uh, he should get a bunch of work. So, yeah, Bobby, what are you looking at? Kenneth Walker versus Arizona. I don't mind him at 7K. I think he, he's fine. He's probably going to be pretty chalky, but um, Arizona's been a team you kind of tap. I just like that game in general, whether it's Lockett, Metcalf. I like that stack, but I think Kenneth, Kenneth Walker as a running back is interesting. Uh then for me, uh, Pacheco, it's pretty much everyone's going to have Pacheco at 6,100. I feel like I'd try to get away from Pacheco. Uh, the Chargers, Chargers run D looked pretty good the other night. Um, first Dallas, first Pollard, pretty stifling towards Pollard. So, yeah, I would be uh, I'd be pretty leery with Pacheco. Um, outside of that, uh, yeah, Foreman looks good. Jonathan Taylor at 6,500 versus Cleveland. That's kind of turned into a situation where they're a little bit of a run funnel. McCaffrey kind of diced them up last week. So I wouldn't mind going to him. Uh, yeah, there's not much. I really love on the at the running back position. Paying up to Eckler at 8,600, I think is going to be contrarian. Uh, whether that should be the case or not. Like Kansas City has a really good pass rush. So you, Eckler may see more dump offs. Uh, so I don't mind getting to him. Um, yeah, and Jerome Ford, 5,100, if he does become the chalk. The issue is with Jerome Ford as chalk, he hasn't seen any of the red zone touches. Um, I was kind of hoping it'd be a later thing that we'd get like later on the weekend with the hunt news, which it, I don't know, but I think people are kind of expecting it now. So, um, yeah, 5,100 for Ford, I think is – is if Hunt plays, I'd have some questions with it. But if it's just Ford, then I have no issue um, at fifty one hundred. I think Hunt's going to play personally. But um, question on your: I want to like Jonathan Taylor, but does the Zach Moss, you know, out snapping him last week worry you at all? Like, what are they doing? Why do they give Zach Moss so much? Money I think to- it's going to increase, right? Like it did increase last week. It increased from nineteen to forty percent. Like now, is it going to go from 40 to 50 or 40 to 60? I think I'm willing to take the risk on Taylor at 6,500. Yeah, you can't pay Taylor all that money and then not play him more than his backup. But then they paid Moss a bunch of money too. <laughs> well, think. maybe it's going to just be two-headed monster. Yeah. Uh, Bobby, you got Jacob's tag. Are you in on him this week? So I was in on him until prior to the show when you guys were basically like, yeah, he's <laughs> – He's pretty much mixing. He's the new Joe Mixon. He's the new Joe Mixon. And I'm like, oh, I was looking at my tags. and like, maybe I should rethink uh, tagging Jacobs at 7,400. Chicago's run D isn't great, though. That's the thing. Like, it's a spot where it's a get right spot. For me, like I wanted to say at the top of the show, this slate for me is more ugly. It's it's a very ugly slate. Like, I know it's a good tournament slate, but I don't know. The pieces that I don't really love any specific running backs – Eckler would probably be my favorite. I'm just going to try to find, but there's zero value to get up to Eckler. That's what the issue is. So yeah, going to try to figure out a way up and I guess the chalk running back. So I'll definitely play them. Walker, Pacheco, um, board it when he comes available. James Cook, like what's the deal with James Cook? Now Damian Harris is on the IR. He's at 6,400. Is Lat Murray still going to be stealing snaps? Like, I think that's always a possibility based on how they've been running him out um, there near the red zone. So, yeah, interesting slate for running backs. Um, interesting. I have, I have so much money on the Bills teased um, down to two and a half. I've been, I've been teasing them with every, every Wong tease I can do. I've been doing it, and I did a ton of Jacksonville nice. with them. Um, but uh, – yeah, so I'm, I'm the Patriots got to get like the Bills have to wreck them, but um, yeah, other than that, okay, so trying to find like other plays, like something that stands out to me right off the bat is that Aaron Jones is supposed to he has said he's like healthy, the best he's ever felt. They're coming out of bye, right? Yeah. And 
and he's facing Denver and he's like their best offensive player period and looks to be like he's going to be under 10%. I bet you that doesn't last, but his price, I mean, 6,800 is fine for me for the upside. I think we can get out of this guy if he truly is healthy. I mean, just in his one matchup against the bears, he went for 26 when he got hurt um, when he uh, injured the hamstring. So, you know, hope as long as they don't ease him back, but like they like they got to just chill with AJ Dillon. Like AJ Dillon is not it, you know. Like so, this if they they want to you know beat up on Denver in this game, should be a good you know high scoring game. I think Aaron Jones is the play. I like that, and I heard uh, I can't remember what the exact metric was, but uh, Austin Dillon was like the lowest of any player since he entered the league um, with his numbers this season. That's how bad Dillon has been. Yeah, I I, I bet you Head Chopper could uh, could outrun my bet. <laughs> Is this finally the week Bijan gets going? It looks like everyone's finally given up on him, but he he ends so up like being the what? Well, here's the thing. Tampa Bay, it's the Tampa Bay rushing defense that's tough. Like Vita Vea, you just can't get around. So you got to go out. You got to go literally to the outside. You can't get anything up the middle with that guy. Um, but uh, I, what I'm always wondering is like, why is everyone like, like the whole like people just like tilt about like a chalk play that goes off and they just try to berate people and say how bad it is or whatever. But like, why is Bijan chalk always good? Like why, you know, but because he hasn't in hit comparison yet. To some, just in comparison, yeah, in comparison to some of these other plays. But, like, he, you know, he's – you're looking at 13, 14, 14 uh, rushing attempts. It's not like he's getting, like, workhorse usage. He just is an electric guy that has upside but hasn't really shown it yet. Um, but uh, I, what about the other side of that game, Rashad White? I think he's going to be popular. Just um, people I've, – I've seen people already touting him. No strong take for me. I think Tampa Bay is top 10 in DVOA against the run, rush EPA, and fantasy points allowed. So not the best matchup, but he's out there. He is out there. Um, but, yeah, Bobby said, I mean, Eckler, obviously, you can get to him, I like. But, man, I'm telling you, I'm just going to be – I'm just going to jam Aaron Jones in and uh, start from there. All right. Um, should we move it on over to the QB position? Uh, yeah. All right. So here's the thing. We don't have a, you know, it's not like we were spending for McCaffrey spending, you know, we, there is, there's Cooper cup on the high end of wide receivers that we'll get to, but it seems like the spot that people are going to be wanting to save money on this week is going to be a quarterback, but we also have like the high end, high end option. So we got Mahomes at 8,300 in the highest total game of the week. Uh, 8,300 is a little tough to do, especially to play him with Kelsey, which is your, the natural thing to do. Um, other than that, the cheaper guys that are going to be getting love are Geno Smith at 6K. Like, Geno's been rough, but this is fine. He finally gets a good matchup. Um, and, you know, the Giants should have been a good matchup. But that was just kind of a weird overall spot. But, um, this is a this is a really strong matchup for him as a home favorite against Arizona. Um, they allow the six most passing yards per game, and they're thirty first in DVOA versus the pass. So uh, I do like Gino. I think that, you know, and I liked him last week, and uh, but I'll, I'll go back to him again. Um, Jordan Love, Russell Wilson are going to be somewhat popular. Uh, not, not sure how I feel about that. Lamar Jackson seems reasonably priced at 7,600, um, against Detroit. I think that'll be a good game, but, um, and then we, we got to talk about like Deshaun Watson who should be playing because this is a really strong matchup in Indy in the dome. So, uh, what are you thinking, Noto? Yeah, uh, I got four guys that I'm really looking to target. Uh, the first is Lamar Jackson. Um, it's not the best matchup against Detroit, but he's at home. He's averaging at least 10 rushing attempts per game since J.K. Dobbins went down. So you get that rushing floor. I was looking at his uh, props today, his rushing props at like 55 or something crazy like that. So I like Lamar quite a bit. You can pair him up with Flowers or Andrews pretty easily. Uh, you mentioned Geno. The matchup's great. 
Uh, it's hard not to like him at this price point. And then my cheap guys, I like Jordan Love. Um, the Broncos, historically bad pass defense. Um, they're on pace to break the uh, DVOA worst pass year ever. Um, so I like Jordan Love a little bit. He's got some rushing upside. And then uh, I don't mind uh, whoever starts for the Giants. So both of them, you know, have some rushing upside, whether it's Tyrod or Daniel Jones. Both of them are pretty cheap. And Washington's just been super bad uh, against the pass. So those are going to be my favorite four. But I don't mind Deshaun Watson if he ends up playing. Bobby, what are you thinking? Yeah, so for me, I also like Lamar. Uh, just like the stack would say Flowers. I think the game could open up first Detroit. Uh, Detroit also has a pretty fierce pass rush, so you can see Lamar on his feet moving more. Um, he's already been running pretty well from the QB position. Uh, and he leads all QBs in rushing currently. So at 7,600, I think he's a fine play. In the other side of that game, like Jared Goff, seen him pretty much light up Tampa last week. I don't mind him at 6-4. Laporta, um, ASG, um, AS Armand St. Brown, like ASB. I don't mind that, like, stack in general. Um, yeah, and then Gino at 6K, Lockett, Metcalf. Get good weapons versus Arizona secondary um, that I think can be had. So, yeah, those are the three that I'm keying in on. That will play much. Uh, Jordan Love at 5'8". I just don't know what the ceiling is. Uh, I know t- teams have, pl- like, torched Denver. Um, I just don't know if I'm going to get there. Matthew Stafford at 6'5". Well, I'm going to play a ton of cup. Like, I don't think I'm going to have a ton of Stafford. Stafford just seems like he's just going to give you 15 to 20, and there's no real ceiling there. Um, so yeah, those would be my favorite QBs, uh, for the weekend. Let me give you two counterpoints. So what one with Jordan love, he does get, you know, Watson is, should be fully healthy now after the buy. And, um, Aaron Jones is also like a really strong passing, you know, game weapon too, for them as well. So I think there's probably more upside there, but, um, and then with Stafford, we got to take into consideration what if this run game is just non like they're going from like monster run game usage to like what if it's just non-existent and it's just everything is through the past now and it that's just like to, to build a case and then like we're going to always end up like stafford's going to just do like what you said give us no but i get i get your counter argument like it makes a ton of sense like if they have to throw the whole time because they're not um really comfortable with zach evans or daryl henderson Anderson, I think, will be fine. Zach Evans, I think, poses a problem for both, like, their run game and maybe there's always that question with rookies whether they can pass block or not, right? So if he's going to drop back, it's, they might have – if it's if it did end up being him, like, they might have to run the ball just because they have no – he might be a liability versus basically T.J. Watt in this Pittsburgh front seven. Um, but, no, I'm more on the side of you, like – I understand the argument that you're making. I think it's like when you say that, it makes me think like, yeah, they'll definitely probably try to throw more. I still, though, really um, don't know if Stafford has the ceiling. Jordan Love, on the other hand, like you say, Christian Watson and Aaron Jones is back. Like for me, his ceiling would definitely be something that I'd have interest in with a um, healthy offense. So, yeah, I could see him eclipsing. Yeah, I think Love definitely has a higher ceiling at 5'8 than Stafford at 6'5, regardless of the situation. I'm just um, gonna write make a note now. I don't if Daniel Jones is playing, I will not be playing Daniel Jones. Aaron Jones. I will not be playing Tyrod Taylor either. This offensive line is just horrendous. It's just yeah, Washington's pretty if, good getting pressure on the quarterback too. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you who I will mention that nobody, it seems like nobody's going to play. Like wh- why is Justin Herbert's projected to be so long? Why is Josh Allen projected to be so long? I could say, I think Allen's a really good call at 8,200. He could absolutely torch this new England secondary and no one's going to play him or Diggs. I, I think that's interesting. I, I, the more I think about that, it might be someone I really have to consider. We have him at two percent ownership, Josh Allen. Like this slate, there's there's no one that really blows you away in the slate in terms of who you want to play. Like I'd just rather take the ownership discount. And I can, 
outside of the win game, the Bills have just dominated the Patriots. Uh, Allen has 34 and 35 against them um, in the last few seasons. So he's shown plenty of upside against the Pats. Did you write him up, perchance? Who? Uh, Josh Allen? I did not. It's not like a, a no-do play, I was thinking, maybe. Um, yeah, I like that, though. Like, I don't just even... the fact that they're projected to be so long and on a week like this, like that, like if Mahomes is going to be 8,300, like give me, give me Herbert at, at 8K and like absolutely like minuscule ownership. Can Sam Howell keep getting 20 every week? I don't know how he does it. Of course, because he, they put themselves in comeback mode. Shouldn't be, a, shouldn't be a problem against the Giants, I guess. Yeah, and he plus he he uses his leg. He's got a little bit of rushing potential. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm with Sam, and he's got he's got decent offensive weapons. Um, you know, with McLaurin, Dotson, Logan Thomas, who burned me I think last week, right? With Logan Thomas, just did absolutely nothing. Yeah, I played Logan Thomas last week, and I got my nice 1.2 fantasy points on DK. Thank you very much. I loved him too. Like I felt so yeah. confident in the play. Me too. I actually did too. I thought he was a fantastic play at the tight end position. Last week's tight end pool was – well, every week's tight end pool wasn't great, but, yeah, it's not a bad – it wasn't a bad call. All right. That's QB. Let's let's throw it on over to wide receiver. So, Cooper Cup is going to be the one, like, high-end spend that everyone's going to try to get. Keenan Allen is right below him uh, at 8,600. Cooper Cup's at 9,500. Um, and, you know – Cup, uh, looking looking at everything, Cup certainly came back with with a vengeance with like show that this is his team, right? Like he's he's already got a for a target share. He like in his two games back, he's at thirty five percent almost. Um, he's at almost he's at forty seven percent of their air yard share. So like this is this. It's ridiculous what he can do. He went for 148 yards in a tutty last week. Um, in his first game back, he had 12 targets, eight receptions, 118. Uh, they don't have the strong, competent running back options at all this week, and this is a game that they uh, should be able to do well in against uh, at home against Pitt. So I like that. Um, Keenan Allen is right there. I mean, this dude is just uncoverable at this point. He's just ridiculous. Um, he looked really good against Dallas, 11 targets, seven reception, 85 yards, touchdown, touchdown in each of his last two games. Game before that was 48, game before fantasy points, game before that was 34. Um, and we've seen him get up to 20 targets in a game in that Minnesota game. This is a game where they certainly are going to need to be uh, moving the ball on offense uh, for for long portions of the game because you know that Mahomes is going to do his thing. So, I mean, it's hard to have – I have nothing bad to say about Keenan Allen. Josh Palmer is like the one value piece, just basically the wide receiver two for in a game, in that high total game at 4,800. Hasn't really had a, a smash breakout game. Did pretty well in that first game against Minnesota without Mike Williams um, where he got uh, – he only had four receptions, 66 yards, but he had the touchdown. So – Touchdown's going to make or break him, but certainly there's a touchdown equity for him this week. Then we got guys, you're talking about how scary Terry at 5,400 against Giants, um, this Giants D, this terrible Giants team. Um, we got Tyler Lockett, you know, at 6K, very reasonable. Um, we like Gino, we've said. We also like Kenneth Walker, but um, also uh, DK Metcalf is injured a little bit, like banged up. So, we're waiting on – I mean, he's questionable at the moment. I think he'll probably play, but, you know, maybe they won't lean on him. But Lockett's as solid as it gets anyway. Christian Watson, healthy, fully healthy in this Green Bay-Denver game. There's a lot of a lot of decent mid-range plays here. So what are you thinking, uh, Noto? Yeah, for all the reasons you mentioned, really like Cooper Cup. I think they're going to throw the ball a ton against Pittsburgh, and I think uh, Stafford is going to try to get the ball out as quickly as he can. So I'm thinking 15-plus targets for Cooper Cup is in the realm of possibility. Um, I am, am going to make it a priority to get him in lineups. Outside of that, uh, I like Marquise Brown a lot as my bring back to my Seattle shares. Um, he's had double-digit targets in four of his last five games. 
guy that uh, should be able to eat against the Seahawks dead last and fantasy points allowed to wide receivers. Love Christian Watson. Um, Denver, again, very bad against the pass, and they just bleed production to receivers down the field, and Watson is easily their best deep threat. And then my ugly play of the week is going to be, instead of Wondell Robinson, I mean, we've talked about his lack of upside on this show a couple times. Just like his ceiling is, you know, eight catches for 48 yards, which is exactly what he did last week. So I'm going Darius Slayton instead. And I'm kind of hoping it's Tyrod back there. Slayton coming off his best game of the season, Washington struggles to cover receivers down the field. So uh, at one fifteenth of the ownership, give me Slayton over Wondell. And... Here, I got a, I got a, I got something for you. Write this okay. down. Okay. Do, do not play a New York Giant. <laughs> None of them. I mean, they almost beat the Bills, you know. Yeah, I know that was crazy. I, I should have li- listened to you last time. You told me not to play the Giants. Maybe I, maybe I'll listen this time. It just um, takes a lot of work to untag somebody, rewrite somebody up. And then you got to stay by your plays, so you're screwed. You got you to, and, and then watch Slayton go nuts. So yeah. Anyway, uh, one tournament play I like uh, Amon Ross St. Brown. If the Lions aren't able to get much going on the ground, I think everybody's going to be playing Gibbs. Um, if Baltimore can build a lead, it'll work well with my Lamar play. So uh, Amon Ross St. Brown. They kind of use him as an extension from the running game too. Just little five yard routes, um, get him a lot of PPR points. Yep, yep. Bobby, what are you thinking? Yeah, so for me, like, I think Cooper Cup, like you guys kind of said, is someone I'm going to basically try to get a lot of, um, even at 9,500. Like, I want to reiterate this, but he is the quintessential extension of the run game when they're trying to pass. Kirky made a good – basically talked about how um, Stafford's going to try to get the ball out quick if he's throwing a lot of some cup. Yeah. yeah, and then I don't know. I'm on ASB at 8K. I notor- notorious just talking about him. Like there are two guys I'm gonna be overweight on. I like those um, the spot versus Baltimore. The matchup isn't the greatest. Slot corner for Baltimore has done pretty well um, in his last three games. I think it's a rookie, but uh, he hasn't really played in a good corner. So ASB is in a pretty good spot. Lockett, Metcalf, like them stacked with Geno, 68 and 68. Um, 68 and 6k respectively i think those are good prices say flowers at 5-7 in that same detroit baltimore game i think he's in a very good price um at 5700 based on how um his his like he's he's pretty much dominant not totally dominating the target share but um he's someone that he's obviously lamar's first look uh yeah, and for value, Josh Palmer played good the other night, 4,800. Don't mind him versus KC. Uh, Kendrick Bourne has had some games versus Buffalo. He looked good the other night, 4-4. They might be trying to, like, showcase him a little before the trade deadline or whatever, so I don't mind him. Wandale at 3,800, going to see a lot of underneath targets now that Jalen Hyatt's running 80% of his of the snaps for uh, this Giants team. I know they ramped him and Wandale up last week. Uh, for a snap percentage, Jalen Hyatt drawing double coverage will just get Wandale open. He might be my favorite value. I know we're not supposed to play any of these Giants receivers, but um, yeah, that's pretty much it for me in terms of receivers uh, on the slate. I just pulled up um, Pro Football Focus's matchup advantages. So they've got Cooper Cup as the highest matchup advantage. Uh, then the second. Second best is Stephon Diggs, and and it's true. You uh, the Pats lost their 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 best corners um, yeah. this season. So Evan like this brought in J.C. Jackson. It's bad. Yeah. Uh, so I think Diggs and, and Josh Allen are going to nuke. Amon Ra is right behind them. Uh, I think he's just uncoverable. And then the interesting one is the next one is Rashi Rice. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we just we've been trying to make this guy work every week, but. This feels like the, the, the Rasheed Rice game to me. His targets um, for routes run is really nice. He just They just don't play him enough. But, yeah, I think it's a good spot for him. And, Kirk, are we allowed to talk about wide receiver cornerback matchups? I heard we can't do that in 2023. Who said that? Everyone. I, if you bring it up, it's just uh, automatic. You don't know what you're talking about. I, I still no. look at this stuff. 
look, I all think it's a good this, all, all you need to make money is to look at Noto's NFL first <sighs> look, get your, your uh, DDOA and your uh, DDP. I'm, I must not have been looking at it in the last few weeks. Yeah. So I haven't been making money. Um, but yes, matchups matter for sure. I'm still, I'm always team. I still adjust for. I think they matter. I think they, I think they matter. They matter less than people give them credit for and everything. But um, I think they certainly matter. They do matter. There's just people saying you just you can't predict it. You're but, right. It's um, the degree of which they matter. Like I don't know. I think you can. It's pretty much anyone can kind of I, I like I said, I'm I'm trying to edit my projections when I see matchups that I don't like or I think are more positive. Um, I don't know. Are people just yep. totally not doing that at all? It just seems like when people bring up a wide receiver and cornerback matchup, they uh, they lose it. But uh, yeah, I bet the Calvin Ridley under Thursday night that worked because of Marshawn. So Anyway, any other? I mean, there uh, you receivers? go. Christian Kirk had the Christian Kirk had the matchup. Like that was there. It is matchups matter. Suck it. Yep. <laughs> any other <laughs> receivers? What about uh, Deontay? Um, yeah, I like him. Why not? I got nothing bad. Talk to about say a guy who gets about. open, Deontay Johnson. What about J- JSN? Are they still playing two tight ends, or has he has he jumped up in terms of his snap count? Well, he uh, he got five targets last game, four receptions, forty-eight yards. I'll pull up snap counts, um, but it's a great matchup. Let's see snap count. I it's these so, rookies like their snap counts 70, are all going to increase. 70, oh yeah, he 70. he was up at seventy-two percent of the snaps, so he's right up there now with Metcalf and Lockett. I really so, like the JSN call. Metcalf Metcalf is banged up. Like this is a guy that has like electric upside right like that someone that were talent is there for sure a big game is coming right like he's going to break a big touchdown why not at home against the arizona cardinals with dk metcalf hobbled why not this week love it um I'm so i'm right to. i'm writing him i'm writing him down making sure I'm, i play him is he gonna get steamed you think a little bit 3.3 percent ownership but uh buying for hasn't tagged i was like that's always makes me feel good about my plays when he's got him tagged. Spike week. Um, what about Jacoby Myers? I mean, that was too predictable. We called it on the show that he was going to get a touchdown against New England on a team that he could never score uh, could never score on, or he could never score with that he was going to get a touchdown on them. Um, but man, he Ooh. he. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, Sorry, what? No, what's the ooh? Uh, well, Devonta Adams. I don't know if you saw his quote during squeaky, the week. Squeaky, squeaky wheel. Yeah, I mean they were coming off of a win, and he's like, "We're not winning the right way. I'm not getting the ball enough." So uh, yeah, uh, if there's ever a spot for it, it looks like Brian Hoyer's going to start. I think I like that a little bit more than Aiden O'Connell. So I will play some uh, Devonta. I think that's the problem is Hoyer, but also like don't discount how big of a hardo Josh McDaniels is, and he'll be like take it the wrong way and like freeze him out now this week. Like that's, that that's in play. You think so, Bobby? I, I don't know. I, maybe if he's, maybe he could squeeze him out. I, I think they'll probably just try to get him the ball because they'd have nothing. Like McDaniels probably wants one of his players to talk good about him after that whole Chandler Jones situation. So if they're, uh, Oh, what's is he in a mental institution right now? What's what's going on? No, I think they cut him, but yeah, it was just like all crew. The locker room was very uh, it seemed like he lost the locker room a little bit. So I I would want to make a leader in my clubhouse happy. So I'd probably feed him just me. I think so. We with being the show, we said how, um, or I said how Indy Cleveland, you know, the Blitz has it the most plays, Thorne has it up in pace game. So, I mean, Pittman at 6,600, and also on the other side of that, um, uh, Amari Cooper, a Cooper 6,100, and Pittman 66. Very playable price on wide receiver ones that have, you know, good ceilings in a dome game. Like. Yeah, both pretty low on, too. Yep. All right, anybody else throw them out or we move on? You can move on. Yeah. 
All right. Well, we're going to do tight end, and then Bobby's going to have back-to-back -back segments. We're going to let him get ready for the ad read, but we're going to do tight end first because uh, I should have prepped it a little bit earlier. But Travis Kelsey is going to be the chalk because just – but he's 8K. It's tough to plan, but he's in the marquee game. Like, what can you say bad about Kelsey? I'm sure Taylor Swift's going to be there and all that. Um, you know, coming off of a big game where he didn't score a touchdown, which, you know, would have just met, made for a nice monster game against Denver. But he had nine targets, nine receptions, you know, caught every ball thrown his way, 124 yards. Um, great, great spot with the Chargers in a game that could be back and forth. Um, then we got cheap – well, I guess we have one mid-range that could probably – potentially be a good play in Mark Andrews at 5,700 against the lions. Um, and then we got um, Sam Laporta is just a baller, right? Like, so I'm fine playing him no matter what any week. Um, Cause I just think the big game is always in his range of outcomes. And uh, with Montgomery down, you know, maybe more passing. Um Luke Musgrave is cheap at 3,300. David Njoku's cheap. The real cheapy is Michael Mayer. Or, or do we go back to Logan Thomas? What are your thoughts on these guys, and do you have anybody else, Noto? Uh, yeah, Kelsey's an interesting one for me. The one position that the Chargers kind of defend well is tight end because of Derwin James. And uh, Derwin and Kelsey, they've gone at it um, a couple times over the years. So – that's an interesting matchup for me. I think Derwin's kind of gotten the best of him in their individual matchups. Um, he usually isn't very healthy, but he is this year. I like Mark Andrews. Um, Lions are third in receptions allowed to tight ends, fourth in receiving yards allowed to tight ends. Uh, he's my favorite. And then don't mind the Michael Mayer call up to a 67% route share last week. Obviously, you have the downgraded quarterback there, but uh, 2,700 is tough to pass up. Other than that, I don't know. I mean, maybe Luke Musgrave. Uh, he was playing a ton before the concussion. Broncos really bad against the pass. I'm fine with any any receiver, any wideout on the Packers this week. And that's that's pretty much it. I actually like the tight end position more than usual, which uh, isn't saying much, but I think there's some good plays. Bobby. Yeah, Logan Thomas is going to get back in a, in a favor with us this week, Kirk, I hope. Uh, versus these New York Giants. Uh, don't mind the flop lag and chasing him at 3-4. Mark Andrews, like Noto, is my favorite. Uh, like both tight ends, Laporta there. I feel like Laporta and, a and uh, Amon St. Brown are going to benefit so much from Jameson Williams taking the top off defenses. So don't mind getting to him. Um, outside of that, Kelsey paying up for Kelsey. Just, I think... This is there's not a lot of studs, so uh, a lot of people might gravitate towards that. 8K is expensive. Um, I might let them do that because, like Noto said, like there's a lot of opportunity costs at this tight end position. So, um, yeah, Zach Ertz, 3-2 versus Seattle. I think he's fine if you're trying to save value. Um, the Musgrave play at 3-3. Musgrave just – Seen a boatload of targets early, then got hurt or had the concussion, like Noto said. Um, yeah, 3-3, three, three, I think he's fine. He'd be a 3-7 because that Rams offense is going to be, like, extremely condensed, and he's just away for a quick outlet uh, for Stafford. So, yeah, there's a ton of tight ends that you can kind of go to this week. So, in terms of paying up for Kelsey, obviously he's the best play, but – um, just think about the other paths, I would say, uh, that you can go. So here's what I'm thinking. Everybody doesn't feel good, right? Like, except for Travis Kelsey, right? Like, everyone still has is, like, iffy, right? Like, Musgrave, Thomas, Mayer, Laporta. Like, you're not going to feel like – What did anyone mention Kyle Pitts? No. No, no. I mean, he's back. He's He's here. He's arrived now. He is, but he's still no. getting outproduced by Johnny. And I do feel good They're, about Andrews. I think Johnny together, just they have, what they want to do more. The most tight end production in the league, I think. Together, I, I'm, I may be making that up. I think I read that on Twitter or something. So don't don't quote me on that. But um, oh, you know what? We else we forgot. So Cole Komet, 
I, I'm always a Cole Komet stand, so I can get on board him. But like Tyson, yeah, but is it Bagent or Bagent? I heard this is like agent, so Bagent is what I. Bagent. All right. What? So uh, what do you hear about him? He's like a Division two guy. Yeah. Um, so I, I mean, the Bears are on pace to have the first and second overall picks. I don't think they're wanting to win at all. So. So a bear, a bear, a bear friend of mine, a bear fan friend of mine, uh, was talking about him that he was playing him because he was good preseason and has rushing upside. But I couldn't take him seriously because he's a Bears homer. But maybe he's onto something. But uh, yeah, I saw something on Twitter. Um, actually, I just pulled it up from uh, Shane P. Helm. Um, anyway, uh, in December, Tyson Bajan threw two interceptions and was sacked eight times against Colorado School of Mines. <laughs> he, will, he will face the Las Vegas Raiders on Sunday. Like, crazy, right? Oh, I um, it, it's like the It's like pulling the Zamboni guy off the... Good for him, the, dude, if you think about it. Put him, yeah. Of course. That's an awesome life. trajectory. Yeah. Until he gets um, all right. taken. Bobby, the people are waiting. I got We're it, I waiting. Got it. We, you know, canker sores should be flowing no. beautifully no. off the tongue tonight. So take us away. More memories are made when you're there for live NFL action. And when you need tickets, Ticketmaster got you covered. As the official marketplace of the NFL, Ticketmaster gives you more ways to find your perfect seat. Their interactive seat map gives you 360-degree previews of your section to make sure you have the best view of all those innov- those pivotal plays. And if your plans change, Ticketmaster gives you the flexibility to sell or transfer your tickets. Plus, mobile tickets make getting in on game day a breeze. And you can customize your Ticketmaster app to rep your team's colors. Find Ticketmaster today. Ticketmaster.com slash NFL. Boom! I think that was our best one yet. Uh, how you've been getting a lot of DMs about these, Bobby? A lot of offers, uh, out not there. yet, but when they want are you available for other for ad reads for other other uh, companies or organizations and whatnot? No, let the people know. Tell them, tell them you're available. I'm Let's getting DMs up. about Bobby, so I'll have yeah, to that's... I'll have to send them your way. Right. Yeah, let me know. now. They pay the double well. dose. The double dose of Bobby. Because he's going to, I know he's been preparing all week, salivating to get ready to come on the show and talk about his favorite defense this week. He's ready. Other weeks, people have said he hasn't been prepared, hasn't been ready. But this week, I know he's ready. <laughs> Don't let me down. What do you got? Uh, yeah. So basically, for me, defense this week, I'm going to be going with. No, I can't pay up there. Oh, I would have liked to do that. Um, yeah, the Raiders, 3,800 versus Tyson Baguette. Uh, ba- Bajan, was that, was that what, how you guys said his name? Baguette 3,800 works. for the Raiders. I don't think I paid that price all year for a team that doesn't get pressure. But versus uh, Division II quarterback, I think I'll play them. Shoot my shot. I got a, I, I got a better one then. If you Well, I'm not going to say that. It could be a better one. No, it, what, I mean, it just, who has the worst offensive? Better. Who has the worst offensive line? Giants. No, the Patriots have the worst offense, but it's four-two. That's what I was thinking, and I, I don't want to pay four-two. But the three-five, you get the Commanders. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. I mean, yeah. sack after sack, um, but uh, they paid him a lot of money that they must really regret at this point, Daniel Jones. Yeah, um, I think the Falcons are in play too at twenty eight hundred. I don't know, Noto. What? Anyone stick out to you? Yeah, the Commander is number one in my little sack potential chart in the first look, so I like that. Cheap guys, I like the Chiefs at home against the Chargers. You can always count on the Chargers to shoot themselves Cheap in the too. foot. Yeah, twenty four hundred. Um, Ravens, if you want to play the Jared Goff two two smaller hands outdoor narrative. Uh, 2500 and if you can spend up i mean i don't mind looking at the at the seahawks you can pair them up with uh kenneth walker i think that's a decent play yeah that works plus their uh secondary is getting been getting healthier um 
so they're uh, they're in play there for sure. Um, I'm just gonna say it. I think Jared Goff is like actually good. He's he's just he's looked good. so good. He's looked. Bobby's laughing because can't believe what, what he just heard. But like, no, I actually think he's. I think he's fine. I I don't I don't hate it at all. I think he's fine. Um, I think he just needed to get out of you know he needed to get out of L.A. Um, anyways, all right, let's uh, finish it off with our stacks. One. Your favorite for the Millie Maker type large field stuff, and then one for probably like a more of a, a single entry, three three entry max, uh, smaller field, higher dollar type of play. Who who wants to start us off? No, no, you can go first because. All right, I'll go. Not a big differentiation in terms of where to play these stacks, but I like uh, Gino to lock it and. Uh, JSN, I really like that call from Kirk on that one. And then I like Lamar to Andrews. Um, don't mind using Flowers, too, but uh, the Lions is really bad against tight ends. So those will be my two favorite stacks of the week. All right. Well, you, you stole my favorite um, with the, the JSN. I'm going to say, like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give two because, like, I just can't get over the fact that, like, how low-owned – uh, Josh Allen's going to be, and and we can just pair him easily with Diggs and how bad this Patriots team is this season. Um, you know, you worry about them getting pushed, but they're going to want to score. They're going to want – the way that the Bills have been playing, they need they need to get things going. Um, so I think they're going to keep their foot on the gas. So I like that. Um, and then I also like – I mean, Herbert – yeah, I, you have to like Herbert when everyone's playing uh, Mahomes – and uh, the, to Keenan Allen um, and Josh Palmer do a nice double. And you can, uh, in a perfect world, if you can make it fit, it would be uh, Kelsey and then either Rasheed Rice or Pacheco. But, um, you know, if you don't, I don't think you need to do Kelsey. I think you could do just Pacheco if it, you need to make that work. So those are my two favorite for, for large. I think they're just as good for, for smaller field stuff too. So I, those are my, those are my two uh QBs that I'll be stacking. Bobby, what you got? Yeah, I liked all the ones you guys said. I'm going to go Mahomes, Kelsey. Just I think that's the easiest, quickest way to um, very concentrated. We know where it's going. I think you can, even in larger field stuff, like if Kelsey scores two touchdowns, he can be, he can win a Millie Maker with Mahomes. I know people are trying to triple stack. I think singles, even in larger field stuff, when a guy gets as much, um, Usage as Kelsey does, I think you can make it work. So I don't mind that stack. Um, in smaller field stuff, I do like uh, like notice. I like both ball. I, 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 the Bills, Baltimore, those guys will definitely be in my pool. But I think in smaller field stuff, if Kenneth Walker is going to be chalky, you can go to like these Seahawks receivers, Geno Metcalf, Geno Lockett, get leverage off a of Walker. Um, JSN, I think, was a good one we touched on on the show as well. I think we're going to see him, his his role increase here as the next couple of weeks um, from what it was earlier in the season. So, yeah, ready for this week. Um, I like, like, I'm just looking at more. Like, I got more even. Like, I'm just going to say it now. Like, I I think Deshaun Watson could could be viable in this spot. And you can, you know, you can just do it's so easy to get the upside, capture upside with like Amari Cooper and Pittman. Now it could fail for sure, but what I'm saying is like capture ceiling. So um I like that. And uh like you can get since you know, if we do play Stafford, you can get like their entire passing game with Puka and Cooper Cup. I mean, that together, like I know it's tough, but like together, that's all the target share. Um, so and uh, when their running back situation is going to be sketchy, uh, to say the least. So, um, yeah. Um, all right. We got through. Um, any final words for the people, people fellas? Oh, good luck this week, guys. Yeah, good luck. Keep the comments coming. Keep the advice, the life advice coming for us. Uh... Yeah, make this more of a lifestyle pod, right? Like uh... – We'll, we'll take it all. Sorry, I don't have the, the UFC plays, but hit me up on Twitter. 
and we'll uh, we'll sweat some fights. Or uh, I'm going to be sweating fights from 10 a.m. all day, which is going to be nice because then I'll actually have like the evening to to put in work. Well, at least I say that to put in work for NFL. Something always comes up though. But anyways, thank you. Uh, week seven is a wrap. This has been the RG DFS Tournament Takes podcast. We'll catch you back next week for week eight. Thank you.